Welcome to another amazing episode of the Path to Podcast Success with your host, audience building and fear crushing podcast expert, Evan Bradley Johnson. Every single week, Evan has powerful conversations with successful entrepreneurs and business owners, revealing the podcast strategies they use to grow their subscribers and sales, and how you can use your podcast to finally get to that next level. Now, turn on your mic and let's start down the path to podcast success. Welcome, everybody, to another very exciting episode of Path to Podcast Success. I think this is going to be a lot of fun. I think this is going to be a great conversation. I think we're about to hear some really cool insights into entrepreneurship. Mark Zalmanoff, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me, man. Uh, I, I tell people often that I pretty much just run my mouth for a living. So always happy to hop on a podcast and hopefully add some value for you and your listeners. <laughs> That's perfect because I pretty much do the same thing. (laughs) (laughs) So I like to start off in the same place with all my guests, and that is by making sure that all the listeners are on the same page and they have the context they need to get the most that they can out of this conversation. You already kind of uh, answered this question, but I wanted to ask more specifically. Tell us what it is that you do. So the, the overarching theme of what I do every day is I coach. Um, I've been a health and fitness coach for 20 years now, which is crazy to say that out loud. I own a gym in Frisco, Texas. I do online fitness and nutrition coaching. I coach other fitness business owners to help them grow and scale their business. And I also coach within a network called Apex, which is a high level mastermind of people from all different industries all over the country. Just the most amazing group of people that, that I've ever been around. And in addition to that, I have two podcasts. I have a book that I put out last year. I'm married. I got a baby on the way. I got two older kids. Uh, I got four animals and uh, I do all the things. (laughs) So, (laughs) so my, my days are full and, and, you know, my, my mission in life is to leave people better. And it's really as simple as that. And what's great is I get to wake up every day knowing that the vast majority of the things that I do on a daily basis get to help me fulfill that mission. And so when people are like, man, you really do a lot of stuff. I'm like, yes, but it's all aligned with who I am and the way I want to show up in this world. So, you know, I'm excited when I wake up in the morning, I'm excited to go to the gym at 5am and see my, my people there because they're, they're my people. You know, it takes a special person to get up at 5am and go get told what to do in a gym. And, you know, I shout out to the people who are my clients that show up at that time because they're just a different breed. But, you know, life is life is really it's what we make it. And I've chosen to make mine exciting. And that's exactly what it is. That's amazing. So what I'm hearing is you don't do a whole lot. Pretty chill, pretty free, you know, I've been known to make a meme or two as well. Ah, yes. (laughs) That's crazy, man. All the coaching the fitness, the family, new baby on the way too. I mean, that's, you definitely have a lot on your plate, but it looks like you're enjoying it and you're able to, you know, handle it, which is pretty awesome. Have you always been an entrepreneur? 
Most of my adult life, I have been. So when I started my career, I went to school for kinesiology, got my degree. There's not a whole lot you do with that degree. And so I started working at Bally Total Fitness. And if anybody's listening to this and knows what Bally Total Fitness is, then you just revealed your age because uh, they don't exist anymore. They went bankrupt for a number of reasons. But I started there. I worked at Lifetime Fitness for a couple of years. And back in this was 2007, I went out on my own and I've been on my own ever since. So I've owned gyms before. I've worked out of other people's gyms. I was fortunate enough back in 2018 to find a location in my hometown of Frisco, Texas. So I opened a gym again and it's, you know, it's a journey, man. And, you know, what I, looking back, you realize all the hardships and and it's so cliche to like, well, you know, you got to take your bumps and bruises and all, all the things people say that just sound real trite, but it's true. Like there's a learning curve that only experience is going to take you through. You know, yeah, we'd love to just find the blueprint and go straightforward from the very beginning and never make any mistakes and everything just grows forever. But that's not how things work. And, you know, like I said, I can look back now at, at all the highs and all the lows of entrepreneurship and it allows me to be a better coach in everything that I do, even in, in the fitness realm, oh, it allows yeah. me to be a better coach. Oh, yeah. You learn from your mistakes, you know, like that's, you learn more from failure than you do from success. And so having the, that journey and everything, you know, all your experiences are drawn. That's amazing. And I got to say the fact that you went from, you know, just, you know, you got some jobs at some gyms and you decided to go out on your own 2007, hell of a year to start, you know, start something by the (laughs) way, 2007, my goodness. And then from that to then now doing everything you're doing, Working with Apex, I remember you mentioned that, and that's a really great group of people. I know I've interviewed a lot of those guys, um, guys and girls, here on the podcast, so I know it's a great group. Um, tell us a little bit about your experience podcasting. You said you ran a few podcasts. Tell us about that. When did the podcast come into the scene, and why? Yeah, so I have two podcasts. The first one that was launched is called Real Talk with Real Fit Pros. And my business partner, Jonathan Loudermilk, and I run a company called Fit Pro Collective. That's where we coach other fitness coaches. And we had been going live on Facebook every week on Wednesdays at one o'clock. It just, it was part of our marketing. It was part of what we were doing. It was part of adding value. And a lot of that happened during COVID when gyms were shut down, trainers didn't know what to do. And both of us were like, hey, you know, we have a skill set here that we can add value to an audience of people. So we started doing these lives and at some point we we're like, why are we not making these a podcast? Like it was, just, we were already doing the work. We just weren't recording it as a podcast and putting it up on, on Apple and, and Spotify. Right. So we started that podcast still going strong. We crank out an episode every week. I don't know we're a year and a half in on that one. And then last April, so April of 2021, I released my book, Make Good Choices. And about two weeks after that, I released my podcast, also called Make Good Choices. So it was a perfect compliment as the book started to gain traction and people started to read deeper into my thoughts and crazy mind that I was able to have this other platform to expand. I've been a huge, huge proponent and learner from platforms or from podcasts for years. Uh, my obsession started with Tim Ferriss, I don't know, 
2015, 2016, I used to listen to him and I, I learned so much. I gained so much value from the people that he interviewed and, and I didn't realize either, but I was learning better interview skills. I was learning how to ask better questions because we have guests on our podcast. I have guests on my podcast and, you know, the quality of responses and is in direct correlation to the quality of questions you ask. Oh, and yeah. I just, I love people. So I love learning about people and, and helping expose somebody to the people that follow me. And hopefully they pick up a nugget or two and learn something from them. So it's, it's so fun. Like I really do enjoy it because it's, it's a tool as a business owner that a, it separates you from most because as many as it seems that have a podcast, there's not that many people that have a podcast. There's not that many people that keep doing a podcast, but it allows you to open a door to a lot of people who otherwise probably wouldn't talk to you. You know, but if you reach out and you go, Hey, you know, I I've been looking at your stuff. I love the content you're putting out. I would love to interview you and have you on my podcast. Like there's, there's some power behind that rather than saying, Hey, can I, can I call you and pick your brain? Like nobody wants that shit. So it's, uh, you know, it's, it is, it's such a great tool, but it's just, it's really enjoyable for me. So I have, I have thoroughly enjoyed the process and getting better and, and asking better questions and getting people on. And I have, I have no plans on stopping any of it anytime soon. That's amazing. There is so much to unpack there. First, I got to say, I love what you said about like the first podcast you were doing these Facebook lives and you were like, why the hell are we also just releasing this as a podcast? I see that so much. People are like, no, nah, I don't think I'm ready for a podcast. I'm like, what do you mean? You're not ready for a podcast. You're already recording a podcast. You're just too lazy to actually re- like b- upload, take five extra minutes and yeah. upload it. Like what? You know? So I, so I just wanted to highlight the fact that you saw that and you did it and you actually, you know, you just had it uploaded as a podcast, which I think is amazing. And I also want to say that I love, and this is a bit of a new angle. I don't really, I don't know why I haven't really thought about this in that way, but I like how your other podcast is like a companion piece to your book. Like it's like you read the book and then it's like, I want more of this, right? Well, there's an entire podcast that's like the companion piece to the book and like got the same title and everything. And it's you. And I think that is really cool. I, I love hearing your experience podcasting like this. I also wanted to ask, so in the world of business, in your coaching ventures and everything you're doing, have you noticed the podcasts, like, have they made a really positive impact? Like, your business further along, maybe more clients or whatever than you would have been if you didn't have a podcast? Or is it more of like a for fun sort of thing? So I can tell you for our Real Talk with Real Fit Pros podcast, because of the caliber of guests that we've had on, it has been directly correlated to new client acquisition. Because there are coaches out there who they, they find us somehow through social media. They go look at the podcast like, oh my gosh, these guys have had, like we've had like legit pro bodybuilders like Steve Kuklo and Tony Tavares. We've had Ryan Stuman on that episode or on that show like we've had some really big names on there that people in the industry know who they are. And they're like, man, like if those guys are attracting people like this into their circle and the interviews are super fun too. Like, I mean, we have a good time when we do it. So it allows us to showcase our personality 
And there's so many like just stuffy people out there. You know, there's a lot of podcasts that have value, but they're so not entertaining and nobody wants to listen to it. You know, I mean, how long can you listen to somebody, you know, just monotone talking about something really boring? It's not going to last very long. So it allows us to show our personality, especially with a business partner. It really allows us to show how well we work together. So it gives someone confidence. It gives that prospect confidence that, hey, if I choose to work with these guys, I'm going to get what I what I want out of this. On the personal side, on the make good choices side, I, I can't tell you that it that it's been directly correlated to business, but I know it's a piece of the puzzle that's necessary. And you know, it's so hard to track when you have all these all these poles in the water between online and in house and a book and a podcast and and all this stuff. But I, I know that it's a valuable component to the machine itself because it just continues to position you in places where it gives you a little more clout. It gives you a little more separation from your competition. Like I just got accepted to the Forbes coaches council uh, a couple of weeks ago. And, and I believe when you, when you can show, look, I have a track record here that I'm a published author, I'm a podcaster and I got a hundred episodes to prove it. Like that carries weight above somebody else who just doesn't have those things. Um, so I, I firmly believe that, you know, whether I can track it financially or not, eh, you know, not, not with the make good choices one, but it's, it's a valuable asset for sure. Right. I really want to focus on that for a moment because a lot of people don't see the value in podcasting if they don't see a, a direct measurable, like monetary gain from it. Right. Like people will think sponsorships when I think of a podcast, if they can't get like that, uh, good sponsor money, then they're like, what's the point? I love how you describe it, right? Like it's an essential piece of the puzzle. It's not like the podcast in and of itself might make a lot of money, but because it's there, you know, it, it's an essential piece of the puzzle. So I know now I'm a podcast producer myself. I know my audience knows this. Um, and so I understand that it caught, if you, if you do outsource the work, which most entrepreneurs I'm sure at your level are like, it costs money to have a podcast, like a, a, the podcast if you're not having that like direct sponsorship revenue, it could be in the red most of the time. With that in mind, like, do you really think still that the podcast is an essential piece of the puzzle? And is it worth it to you to, um, you know, have to shell out money to have it run and, you know, be at a place where it's professional and sounds good and all that kind of stuff? I mean, I, I think like everything else, it's only worth it if you're willing to put the work in. You know, right. it, it's great to say you have a podcast, but if somebody goes and looks, are they going to find consistent episodes released on a consistent basis? Or are they going to find, oh, the last one you did was three months ago. And then you had five that week and then you didn't have anything, you know, the two months before that. It's no different than working out. Like you can you can come work out and get a great workout, but if you don't keep doing it every day, it's not going to matter. So if you're committed to the process and you're willing to keep showing up, it's hard to not get better. And the more you prove that you are consistent and the more you prove that you're not quitting, again, it draws people in. And I remember hearing a stat, and you probably know better than I do, that there's, there's like 12 million podcasts online and there's 48 million episodes, which means like the average podcast, somebody started and stopped. Like the, yeah. you know, by and large, 
but so then you have somebody like Tim Ferriss who's got, you know, five, 600 episodes, which means there's a whole bunch of people who did one or two episodes and they quit. So again, it's, it speaks to like, what, what are you presenting in the world as to who you are and how you're trying to show up? So for those of us who are looking to make an impact, we're looking to grow an audience, who are looking to build our businesses. Like that's one more piece that somebody goes, oh, like this guy shows up and does the work. And, and it may not even register consciously for some people, but it's no different than social media. So if you go on my profile on Facebook, you're going to find an, a, an insane amount of posting, let's be honest. But, you know, there's a track record of consistency across the board day after day after day after day, whether I felt like it or not where I'm showing up. And so for prospects, for somebody that may find me or find my company, they're like, oh, this dude shows up. Well, they're going to show up for me too. So again, it may be subconscious, but it's still, it's, it's marketing. It's a piece of that puzzle that again, it's valuable and it's a separator because, you know, I look around in the coaching realm and whether it's business coaching or, or fitness coaching, and it's not that hard to separate yourself from other people. And so it's like, you just find those one or two things that nobody else is really doing and go do those and and it will benefit you greatly. That is amazing because it's really true. Having that consistency there where someone goes and checks out your profile and I've done this and it's like thinking about it when you're saying this and remembering times when this has happened where if I'm thinking about reaching out to someone to maybe have as a guest on my podcast or if I'm looking to work with someone or if, you know, someone's approached me for something and I go to check out their stuff, it's like, you feel it kind of like you look at the Facebook profile and if the last post was like end of April, then it's like, you get the kind of a negative vibe from that. Yeah. <laughs> but if they're posting, like if the last post was like, you know, 13 hours ago, and then the post before that was yesterday, post before that was the day before that. It's like, you, you feel, you get a good feeling about that, you know, like, and people say like, oh, I've got a bad feeling about this. Or I've got a good feeling about this. Like, it comes from that consistency. That's what creates that feeling. And so I love that perspective. Yeah. And, and as an entrepreneur, the majority of us, our personal brand is the most important thing that we have. And, and you know, we try to get away from it and we try to scale and build a company where it doesn't rely on us and we don't have to be in it. But the reality is most of us, we're still the face of it, whether we want to or not. So if somebody's researching you and they want to learn more about you and learn more about your company and what your values are, what you stand for, you have to have something more than a website because everybody puts the highlight reel on the website. Oh yeah, we're great. I'll tell you how great I am all day long, but you need to have some sort of a track record and face it. You know, when people hire people, they go on social media, they do recon work. They look at and see, what are you posting? What are you sharing? What type of content are you sharing with, with the people that follow you? So it's, it's extremely important if, if that matters to you, you know, if you're just clocking a nine to five and that's all you really care about, I mean, you don't have to do any of this stuff, but as an entrepreneur, there, there are very crucial components to this thing. Like you said, you may not realize it at the time, but you just get that weird feeling like, man, what are, you know, what's this person doing? Like, what are they doing with their time? Why are, you know, and I don't think anybody's hiding anything, but it's like, you know, what's the value that they're bringing to the world and to the people that follow them. And, and again, you know, it's that content is, is extremely important. The podcast allows you to really bring value to people in a different manner and and have like 
cool interviews with cool people and, and just be, and be in a relaxed state too, where it's not, it doesn't have to be this super formal thing, you know, just two people talking and chatting and hopefully somebody extracts something good from it. Exactly. I think that I, I, I'm sure we could talk for hours about this and about podcasting because that's really true. And I think I, I seriously align with your perspective on, on podcasting and just consistent consistency in general, when it comes to business, it's hugely important. And I think if someone is listening to this as an entrepreneur, this is like, it feels like a kind of like game changer conversation. You know what I mean? Where they, it, it makes you reflect on the consistency you're putting out in the world and how that impacts you and everyone else and how that reflects on you as a business owner. So I think this is incredibly valuable. And so Mark, I, I want to thank you for being willing to come on the podcast and share these insights and talk about this and talk about consistency because like I said, this is definitely, I feel like one of the more impactful conversations I've had on the podcast when it comes to that. Um, if people are interested in you, Mark, and everything you're doing in the world and they want to learn more about you, where can they find you? Uh, the easiest thing, honestly, is probably Facebook. Like I'm, I, that's my, my second residence is Facebook. Uh, and, and I'm the only Mark Zalmanoff on there. So I'm not hard to find. Uh, but the other, the other place I have links to literally all my stuff is the fitness ninja.phonesites.com. I have, uh, it's an ungodly amount of links. It's, it's grotesque. Uh, but it's like <laughs> all my things from you want to listen to my podcast or buy my book or have a call with me or text me or buy a hat or, or whatever, like they're all on there. And, uh, which is, it's a great place to just have all your stuff on one page. It's fantastic. But you know what? I, I'm very available. That's one thing that I, I say it's a gift and a curse. And I do respond to people that reach out to me. So if anybody needs help in any arena that I operate in, I'm more than happy to serve in any way possible. And, uh, you know, check out the podcast as well. Make good choices. It's a good time. It's a bunch of me running my mouth and a bunch of shenanigans, but I love it. So great. Perfect. Well, thank you so much, Mark, for being willing to come on a podcast and share these incredible insights. I appreciate you for that. Thanks for having me, man. I appreciate it. Thank you for listening to this episode and for supporting the Path to Podcast Success Show. If you haven't already, please leave us a five-star rating and a written review letting us know what you think of the show so we can bring you the most value we can from these expert podcasters. Your support helps us reach more people looking to step up their podcast game so that they can continue to grow their brand and spread their message. So again, thank you for listening to this episode of The Path to Podcast Success, and we'll see you in the next episode.